0: Well, good morning, uh, everyone. Good morning, those joining us online as well. Um, the, the words are going to come up on the screen uh, and at home as well, so don't worry if you don't have um, a Bible with you. Uh, my name's Josh. Uh, I'm one of the associate ministers here, and uh, it's a privilege to be able to start this new year and probably going to tell you a whole bunch of stuff that you already know. However, what I think it's really important to do at the start of a new year is remind ourselves of the key truths that speak to our hearts about who we are who we are in Christ, about who God is, about what he sends us out, what he equips us to do. Um, Especially in a year where seeing truth uh, has been so tricky, to stand in the start of this new year, being deliberate about that, I think is really important. And um, today's buzzword, if you like, is about recognising and i couldn't get the phrase you better recognize out of my head it's to do with recognizing somebody's authority but i'm not um, asking for any earthly authority recognition or authority uh, for myself recognition but actually i want to point to us recognizing an authority of king jesus um, and how that might look in our lives this year and we're going to we're going to use psalm 18 to do that um, one of my favorite psalms some really famous verses in there we're going to start with the first three verses and then dip in to a section in the middle starting at verse 28 so i'm just going to read that for us before we carry on. I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Let's jump to 28. It says this, you, Lord, keep my lamp burning. My God turns my darkness into light. With your help, I can advance against a troop. With my God, I can scale a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in him. For who is God besides the Lord and who is the rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and keeps my way secure. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He causes me to stand on the heights. He trains my hands for battle. My arms can bend a bow of bronze. You make your saving, you make Your saving help for my shield. Your right hand sustains me. Your help has made me great. You provide a broad path for my feet so that my ankles do not give way. So, before we go any further, we should set ourselves up to succeed, to hear where we are shooting from to be able to recognize Jesus in our lives. Uh, And the first thing that we should recognize is, is who God is. There's loads of lines you hear about, you know, don't tell God how big your problems are, tell your problems how big your God is, let go, let God. You see on Instagram at this time of year, people posting their word of the year of faith, hope, and love. And they're all good things, they're good reminders, but all of it really should be coming down to not being cliche, but saying this year I'm going to stand on the truth of who God is and the truth of who he says that I am. So let's have a look at this reading that we just to see who God is in the big. We, we see in verse 3 that he's worthy of praise. I think at the start of this new year, if our posture is praise, that will be great. To recognize where God is working. To recognize where God is in charge. In verse 30, it says... The word perfect, that the the Lord's word is flawless. The Bible is still truth, and it's still truth for us to hold on to. And you know, the Bible doesn't need us to feel like it's true for it to be true, which means that we need to be deliberate about training ourselves to say, I'm going to believe it even when I don't feel it. Because feelings lie to us, but God's word does not for who is God besides the Lord, and who is the rock except our God? These these rhetorical questions you hear in the middle, and and the answer is no one. No one is like God. Um, No one is a rock like he is. Are we going to choose this at the start of this year? Are we going to let it change us and shape us? For us um, personally, so much in these Verses as well, you see God in the big, but we also see a personal God and who God is to you and to me. There's so many eyes and my's um, in this. Let me just say a few of them, that he is, and you can put your name in here, that he is my rock, that he is my fortress, that he is my deliverer, that he is the one that I take refuge in, my shield, the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. And how much do we need to hear those truths, these words that can be empty, unless we really begin to recognize what they mean to us? If we say, actually, I have a shield, I have a stronghold, that is God, he is my fortress and my deliverer, no matter what I'm facing, I can know safety, I can know security, and I can know somebody fighting for me. To know that God is these things yesterday, today, and forever, and no matter what uncertainty there is and change there is in our world, God stays the same. The shield here can also be translated as sovereign. It must help at the start of a new year to know that God is in charge, that he's got it. The word horn, which I like this one because then they're all S's, which is very Anglican of me, but it could also be translated strength. The strength of our salvation at the start of 2021, let's remind ourselves how we felt at first. Let's remind ourselves of what it means to be saved by Jesus, that we have a hope of a certain future, of an eternity with God. And the strength, the horn of salvation, the strength of that at the start of this new year is is helpful. It is something that is a comfort to know that he shields all who take refuge in him. This is the God that we hear describes in this psalm and elsewhere in scripture as well. So do we feel ready for this new year? No, probably not. Yeah, me, me neither a little bit. I, I felt a bit flat. Um, I think we've recognized in ourselves probably and in a world around us, um, anxiety being high. We've recognized all sorts of difficulty. But actually... This is a moment for us, whether here in the building or online, as we start 2021, to say that I'm going to recognize Jesus. I'm going to look up from the troubles that I have. I'm going to look up to Jesus, who is the one that carries me, the one who sustains me, the one that brings me through, the one that will set me up to succeed. And so we've looked at who God is. And that is the foundation, the basis to then me to point out three things that I think this passage tells us is going to happen or tells us can happen if we recognize Jesus. So number one is we recognize who God is. And number two, we recognize that he empowers us. Like I said earlier, there's so many my's and eyes in this passage, and I'd encourage you to put your own name into those, to make this personal, to make this about you and your relationship with Jesus. It says, you, Lord, keep my lamp burning. There's something about being sustained in this psalm. My God turns my darkness to light. Now, we know that we have a hope. We, we hear about it at Christmas, the, the light coming to the world. We know that what we carry with the Holy Spirit in us is light in darkness. Um, and are we willing to, to realize that, to remember that, to remember that it's God that turns our darkness into light, both in the big picture of eternity and knowing him forever, but also in the day-to-day of letting our light shine. It goes on in those verses to say, with, with your help, God, I can advance against a troop. I can scale a wall. Both of these things, I mean, if it's a tiny wall, maybe we can hop over it, but I think this is meaning a big wall, okay? And a troop is a, is a whole bunch of people. These are things that we're supposed to be able to do that we're not really supposed to be able to do, if that makes sense. They're things that we can only do because we are empowered by God. Things that we can only do because it's not about you and it's not about me. It's about the Holy Spirit in us, empowering us. It is God who arms me with strength and keeps my way secure. Empowered by strength, there is nothing to do with the psalmist, nothing to do with him, nothing to do with you, nothing to do with me, but all to do with our amazing God. You know, I've got lots of individual stories I could tell you, but in the big picture, we've seen in the last couple of years in youth here at HTC, so many, especially of our older youth, being empowered to use their gifts for God in their schools here at HTC through stuff we've done in the youth group. And I'm always encouraged to see them empowered. But actually, I think for all of us, we need to recognize there's a bigger picture here of God empowering every single one of us to be a light in our spheres of influence wherever we are. So we know who God is. We know that he empowers us, but also beyond that, we know that he sends us out. We are not left idle. We're empowered to do something, to be a light for Jesus in this new year, in our worlds. Now, you hear the phrase spheres of influence thrown around. I've read bits and bobs about it. It basically means where you have a say, you can make a difference. It basically says at work, on your street, at home, when you walk to the shops, whatever it is that you are doing, that that is your sphere. The people you meet are those people in your sphere and you have influence on them. And can I tell you something? At the start of this new year, as a follower of Jesus, you are the light that this world needs to see. You are the hope that this world so desperately needs. And so we've got to take that on as a, as a commission, as a, as a, as a get-up-and-go at the start of a new year where probably all we want to do is, is lie flat still, to say, I am willing to be sent out Josh, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah I, me, me too. I felt flat, anxious, exhausted, said that earlier. And I think that that's why we need to recognize that this don't lose heart thing that we've talked about so much in this last few uh, months is so important. Because it's about not losing heart because we know how amazing our God is. It's completely shifting our focus from ourselves and totally being dependent and looking to Jesus to recognize that he's the one that empowers in order for us to be sent. It's a message that people need to hear. There's a verse later on in this psalm, it's verse 45, and it says this, is a whole like bunch of stuff about how uh, the psalmist's enemies are fleeing and they're running away and, and the victory is happening. And then it says this in verse 45 about the enemies. It says, they all lose heart. They come trembling from their strongholds. And, and I noticed those words probably more than I would have done because of what we've been speaking about over the past few months, but it made me realize that actually victory... Because of Jesus' death and resurrection is certain that our enemies will fall. Whether it be tomorrow, whether it be next week, whether it be in eternity, we know the trajectory of where this battle goes. We know that we have won. And so when it says they all lose heart, they come trembling from their strongholds, we can claim that at the start of this new year and speak it over our lives. Those things that are the walls, those things that we've are the troops, those things that are the things that have held us back this year. And I'm also talking about the stuff that's in our own hearts. I'm not just talking about what's going on in our world, although we can apply it to that. I'm saying that God is bigger, that God in you is bigger. I'm saying that we cannot lose heart because we know they will before we do, because of the eternity that we have in Jesus. So the final thing I want to remind us is that he fights for us. He fights for us, that we are empowered, we are sent out, but we are not sent out alone. God is fighting for us. When we recognize these things and put that in the right order, we say, Jesus, I trust you. Jesus, I look to you. Jesus, send me out. We're gonna start 2021 in a good way. Now, this word of recognizing reminded me of one of my favorite stories. You can find it um, in the Gospel of Luke. And there's these two disciples, and Jesus has, has just died, and they're wandering out of Jerusalem, absolutely gutted. They're walking on this road, I think it describes them as dismayed, downcast. They were sad, but they were more than sad, they were absolutely gutted. And they were walking along, being like, we followed this guy for three years, and now he's dead. What is going on? And then some stranger comes and walks with them, and he seems to have no idea what has been going on these past few days that everyone would have been talking about in Jerusalem. And they unpack some of the stuff to do with the Old Testament and what had been going on, and they walk together, and he asks them all sorts of questions. And it gets dark, and in those days you don't travel at night, it's it's not a good idea. And so they invited him to stay with them. And in a moment where they were sharing food together, they realized that this stranger was Jesus as he broke bread. He broke bread with them, and they ate. And they suddenly recognized that Jesus, the presence of Jesus, was with them. And now in a classic Jesus move in the New Testament, he then disappears. Okay, so he's, he's gone. But his presence remains with them. And then you see these two people, the same people who were walking along this road downcast throw caution to the wind, decide it doesn't matter how dark and late it is and what robbers might get them. They jump up, and they run back along the same road, except for their posture is completely different. They are full of joy. They are full of peace. They are full of hope. They are full of excitement. Now, Jesus, in one way or another, was with them both ways. On that road, he walked with them as a stranger. And on the way back, his presence was with them because they knew he was here. He was alive. He was back. The difference was that they recognized him. They'd recognized him, and it changed everything. So what roads are we walking at the start of this new year? What roads are we walking? Are we going to recognize the presence of Jesus that is there for us as a follower of Jesus? He's with us by his spirit. Are we going to recognize that? So that when we have those moments of feeling downcast, of feeling anxious, of feeling worried, of of feeling, oh, no, what's going to happen with the future, my future, whatever it might be, Do we recognize Jesus in those moments and know the joy of the Lord as our strength?